welcome to the Happy Hormones Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Self, where we chat all about real-life experiences with real women as guest experts and real-life solutions to common and not-so-common struggles that all of us women have, all while keeping it simple. In this podcast, we will be chatting all about hormones and how it relates to everything in women's health mind, body, soul, fitness, nutrition, relationships, sexual health, and our overall well-being. This really is for the everyday woman, for informing, for community, for inspiration, for uplifting and encouraging messages in all of life's circumstances from A to Z. This is real, raw, and unapologetic talk about what once was taboo and is sensitive to talk about, but I'm going there. And I hope you find yourself and solutions in this journey with me, where my motto is happy mind, happy body, happy hormones, happy life, and to simply be happy. If you like what you hear and want to work with me, go to thehappyhormonescoach.com and send me a message. Now, let's dive into it. Sit back, relax, grab some tea or coffee, and listen in with me. Hey, my lovely hormone hotties. Welcome back to the Happy Hormones Coach podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Jennifer Self. Okay, maybe not with the mostest. I'm just having fun here. I felt led to do this episode today. It's been on my heart heavily for some time now. And although I've done posts and even a Facebook Live video on it last year, it's disheartening to me that the subject has such a stigma on it and it keeps on being controversial and brought up. So I want to talk about body shaming today. That's what the subject of this bonus life coaching episode is about. Um, In one of my personal trainer groups and even in another woman's personal training group, a little side note here before I go further. If you didn't know, I am a certified personal trainer and certified group fitness instructor through NASM and AFA. So anyways, that's what started this whole topic because this topic came up. Uh, There was a post discussing plus size trainers. Now, The discussion was pros and cons and some mean and derogatory remarks, which to me is not professional whatsoever and isn't that kind of, I will never be that kind of a trainer and just, it's not, it's not good. It goes against my ethics and everything I stand for. And I, I would hope that other professionals in the industry would have some standards themselves and not make mean derogatory remarks because to some it is offensive. That's what prompted me to do this today. So this episode, like I said earlier, is on body shaming, not only towards others, but also towards ourselves. Um, this was a direct quote from someone extremely close to me that lives in my household. All right, quote, the size of a person tells it all. Now, after I was reflecting on body image and the thread discussing it online, that is what was told to me, basically. I was appalled. I was taken back by what I just heard out of the mouth of someone I loved and respected. To me, I got offended because 
and had to go on um, explaining that we have no clue what someone is dealing with internally. There could be thyroid issues, other diseases or or illnesses um, that can't be helped that we wouldn't even know that can cause weight gain or weight loss. And it may not be from bad food choices or overindulgence. There's so many factors, okay? So that's just for one. Then it was told to me after that, well, there's anomalies. Okay, all right. So I proceeded to say, well, then that statement you said earlier was false, and you shouldn't judge someone by their appearance. I understand that there is obesity, and it's highly prevalent here in the U.S. more than any other country. Well, it makes sense because there's tons of fast food, and then COVID hit last year, 2020, making people stay home and make it easier for you to have all the not-so-healthy food delivered to you so you can, quote, stay home um, and stay safe, all the while losing out on proper exercise. Again, I'm not saying gym membership or anything, but just movement in general in eating proper whole foods and healthy fats, etc. Things that your body will absorb. Things that your body needs. Things that your body doesn't just make on its own. Okay? Uh, A lot of restaurants, unfortunately, closed down, but yet fast food stayed open. Okay? And now... But what's here, it's promoted for fast and easy, and it's cheaper than proper nutrition. That's that's what we're, it's been promoted since forever, basically, which to me is wrong because it's more accessible, but it's doing more damage and not helping but hurting our immune system, which, a little rant here, if you didn't know, we all have an immune system that we can strengthen, and there are some who have weakened or lower responses, but we all have one. It's our responsibility to take care of ourselves and not to rely on the government or any other person or agency to hold our hands and tell us what's good for us since clearly the foods and such that are being pushed is totally unhealthy junk. And I'm not just talking about fast food either, y'all. I'm talking about the foods that are allowed here in the U.S. and even how they're processed and made. Uh, which most of it, it, our body can't absorb because it's not proper whole foods anyways. So I won't even get into that. But is is banned in like Europe or other countries that seriously has to tell you something. Anyways, I've gotten way off topic again, but I'm passionate about this. So sorry about that. Rant over. Let's get back to the body shaming, shall we? All right. Yes, obesity is high here, and so is diabetes. There are some people you can maybe see and think they are overweight. Some may be obvious, and some you can't tell, but it doesn't make the other any healthier. It really doesn't. Now, let me explain, though, what I'm trying to say. For instance, when I was thinner or smaller than I am now, um, I was in a running club. I was doing kickboxing and going to the gym. I was eating okay. I mean, I guess if you call like Little Caesars $5 pizza and Hamburger Helper, okay. But honestly, it it just wasn't the greatest. Um, I was stressed out still, not sleeping so great. I had mood swings and not the greatest of days at work, to be completely honest. Now on the outside, though, I was thin. And according to some, I looked the perfect look or weight, but inside I looked at myself and wasn't happy. 
inside I wasn't happy. And and like you'll hear me talk about you need to take care of your inside out. Okay. That's what we have to do because it's how your inside is, is going to how your appear on the outside and and your skin is the biggest one that's going to show it really. So, um, but yeah, I mean, now flash forward to today, I'm the biggest I've ever been in my life. I mean, honestly, y'all, I, I am now I'm not to say that I'm outwardly people still look at me and, and some can't tell some can because they've known me all my life. It just depends. But, but I'm the biggest I've ever been in my life. But also, I have a lot more muscle than body fat. And I know this because I have a body fat scale. So occasionally, I'll keep track of that. And though, my skin is clear. I have shape to myself. And I'm eating to fuel my body and brain more so than I've ever done before. My hormones are balanced and happy. And my monthly cycle is regular. Now, you can't tell that from the outside. But I'm sure to the trained eye, possibly that I'm in better shape now than I when I was super thin. So it really just is about perspective. What society's throwing on us, what we grew up or what we taught was normal or right or is beautiful or is valuable. That's really what our perspective is going to be. And and I really want to educate women and especially young girls. I know this one episode just won't do it, so I'll have to do multiple ones, but on what it really is um, what, what beautiful or what healthy, really, really what healthy really looks like. That's, that's what I want to do. I want to really change the family dynamic to make it to where we have a healthy perspective on things and don't shame ourselves or don't shame others because that's so important. And again, it's what we've been taught, what we've been thrown on us by society, by magazines, by by our family members, by our friends, things like that, in which it does not make it okay. But, and that's the difference in what I meant earlier when I mentioned it doesn't make the other any healthier. So that's what I meant with my example. Um, I'm sure as women, we've all struggled with body image. When I was younger, I was a modeling and was constantly aware of how I looked, how my posture was, what was wrong with me. I've been there with my friends and I would go to talent scout agencies because we were models and being so young and impressionable, they wouldn't care. These adults tore my friends apart. They would grab. I was there next to my friend. Um, she, They grabbed her cheeks like uh, baby fat, this, this, you need to lose this and that. And t- she was completely fine. I just, it was heartbreaking to me to see that being done to anybody, let alone my my good friend. Then, you know, if that didn't make it bad, going to her house and in her room above her bed were pictures of unrealistic women from magazines taped all over the whole wall and above the bed that covered with that. Ugh. The pressure to be perfect, to fit into society, unrealistic expectations, set upon us as little girls. And honestly, I'm in my early 40s and it still is not going away. I'm pressured to need to look a certain way for my husband. And if not, I worry about what if I'm attractive anymore? What if this am I? Am I not? What can I do? What can I not do? You know, those things still go on in my head. 
but I had to get a grip on that lest I go back into the compare and despair syndrome that I've had since childhood because because of these unrealistic impressions I was brought up with myself. I'm not sure about you, but I grew up in the 80s where everything was about quote-unquote fat-free and thin, oh so thin, until, guess what, Baby Got Back came along and changed that. (laughs) I love that song, by the way. But I remember being a little girl and able to fit in my mom's clothes. And back then, she had the coolest clothes and shoes. I mean, come on, it was the 80s, guys, right? So I would want to borrow her clothes. Now, mind you, I was a girl, okay, in elementary school even, like sixth grade, that fit in an adult's clothes. I had pressure even then for my family to look a certain way and that I was chubby and needed to do something with myself. Although my friends and everyone thought I was too skinny, so I would get conflicting. I honestly, I, I was a mess. I was a mess growing up. I, I was either too thin, I was too fat, I, I didn't know where I was. I had no image or identity besides the one that was being poured into me from everyone around me, and that was a problem. I mean, I started wearing makeup to hide my freckles and face that I thought I needed to do it in the fifth grade. That's terrible. Terrible. I ruined my skin doing that. Um, not to mention emotionally and mentally everything else I ruined. I mean, I wonder why I had like such anxiety from a young age and depression. That's so much pressure for a young girl. It's terrible. I mean, come on, ladies. We can do better than that. And it's not just for the women here either. I'm talking, it's for men too. I've known little boys um, and a little boy who had a complex as children, who was being told, you are chubby, you have a big head, this and that. That child had a nervous disorder or something to where he most likely heard it, even if not directly to him, but he could still overhear people talking or his mom or, you know, anyone else around him that he heard it so much that he would just have anxiety, but couldn't, uh, as children, you know, you can't really verbalize what you're feeling. You would just do your actions show it. So he would pick his hair out. And and that's just not okay. Listen, children are very observant and smart. We don't give them enough credit. They do pick up on things being said. Even if you don't think they hear, they have good ears. Y'all, children really do listen. Now, we may not think so, but they do really listen. Um, They pick up on what's being said or what they hear or even see on TV or around. I mean... I know I have. Definitely, I will admit, I know I have. How about you? I mean, really, I want you to think back to your childhood and really think and journal on things you may have unintentionally heard or seen that may still affect you to this day. It's okay. We need to work through things. And I bet a lot of it, not all, if not all of it, stems back to childhood. Honestly, In a lot of cases, more often than not, it normally does. So back to the question of can there be a plus-size trainer? Well, now this is just my opinion, but in my opinion, there can be. Hey, I'm going to be honest. If someone knows what they're doing and they can get me safely without injury and most effectively to my goals that I want to attain in my life and my health, 
in a timely, realistic manner, well, that's all I need. And in fact, that's what a good personal trainer should do. If they have the perfect body, but no knowledge and not educating me and not getting me to reach my goals, there's a problem. So really, it's about educating knowledge, getting me safely to my goals, helping me my form, helping me with my nutrition, helping me that way. That's what I care about. That's what I look for in a personal trainer. Um, and that's what other people should too. Uh, do your education. That's what you should do. And that's what I do. Body shaming. Let's talk about definition now, okay? Oh, I'm going to get defining things for you. Body shaming by definition is the action or practice of humiliating someone by making mocking or critical comments about their body, shape, or size, or expressing mockery or criticism about a person's body, shape, or size. BDD, or body dysmorphic disorder, according to the Mayo Clinic, in an overview, is a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. The flaw may be minor or imagined, but the person may spend hours a day trying to fix it. The person may try many cosmetic procedures or exercise to excess, which is not healthy as we have discussed. What can cause it? All right, well, let me talk, let's talk about that. Low self-esteem, experiencing traumatic events, responses, or emotional conflict in childhood. There it goes again. Parents or others who are critical in one's appearance as well as pressure from peers or society who equates physical appearance with beauty and value. Now, really listen here. I'm going to say it again for those who need to hear it. From a society that equates physical appearance with beauty and value. Now, this is sourced from WebMD. All right. So what we say and do around others and to others, it greatly impacts people, and it all starts in the household. Children mimic adults, especially the ones they are closest to, which is most often in their own household. I know I did it. I totally did it. You know the golden rule to not say anything at all if you have nothing nice to say? Well, that applies not only in this discussion, but in everything in life. Now, if you're concerned for someone close to you about their health and well-being, of course say something. But how are you saying it? With true compassion? With gentle, concerned spirit or love? Or are you saying it in a critical, mean spirit of hurt in a hostile way? If you or someone you know has been or is being body shamed by themselves or by others, I do encourage you to be the one to break the cycle and educate and encourage and inspire. Now, if you're on social media and all you see or read about is unrealistic, unreasonable pressures put on women or any judgments made that are not edifying to you or needful or helpful, I suggest you unfollow because that's toxic to your mental health and can be toxic to your physical body as well. Nobody needs that in their life. If you're in a group of friends who do the same, I suggest you part ways because again, it's it's a toxic environment and it's not healthy. You don't need that. We need to be toxic free and that includes 
our peers, our environment, not only our products or our food, but really who we surround ourselves with and what we see on a daily basis. It's so important. We do not need a toxic overload. So if you're listening to anything that puts pressure on women, again, with the unrealistic, unhealthy expectations that make you feel less than, do the same. Stop listening. You don't need that toxicity in your life. If you're watching a movie or a TV series and it's the same thing and you get discouraged or it makes you constantly feel like you need this or that or need to be a certain weight or look a certain way, you need a certain product, need to wear your hair like this, makeup, anything like that, stop. Stop watching it. Again, you do not need that kind of negativity and toxicity in your world. Instead, Here's a practice I do encourage you to do and share. I share with others. It may be uncomfortable in the beginning and you may laugh. You may cry. It may be super kind of weird and you may feel like this is totally weird, but it's needy and works wonders. All right, here it is. Look in the mirror. Really look into your eyes though, okay? And look at yourself and say out loud, I love you. Say that over and over again. I promise it does get easier and less weirder. It really, really does. And you'll be surprised at what begins to happen. Do that and unfollow those those that are negative. Surround yourself with friends and even family members who are real, real honest, That, but will be honest and help in a loving, encouraging way that you need. There's so much more I can dive into this and that I want to say, but it'll take lots of episodes, which I'm more than happy to do because this is an issue in our society, unfortunately, that impacts all of us, especially our children. We can break the cycle, though, and it starts with you. I hope this episode has helped you as much as it helped me making it. If you have someone in mind that can benefit from this or any other episode, Please share and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your support does mean the world to me and hopes that through this message, I and you can start helping women change the family dynamic to a more peaceful, positive, and healthier one. See you on our regular scheduled episodes every Wednesday. Until then, be simply happy. Hey, hey, before you leave, I wanted to remind you of the 90-day program I have for you to get back to basics and experience what a normal period should feel like. It's called Simply Feeling Good Period because it doesn't have to be complicated, but does require working together to help get you there. If interested, go to thehappyhormonescoach.com or WhatsApp me or even text me at 541-647-2929. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I loved making it. Remember to subscribe. Oh, and sharing is caring. So if you know that woman who could benefit from this, please share and leave a review. It would mean the world to me to get this message out and start changing women's lives like never before. Interested in how you can work with me directly? Go to thehappyhormonescoach.com and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. As always, be simply happy 
and have a happy mind, happy body, happy hormones, and happy life.